Yo, I kind of nailed that intro, though. <laughs> Yo, Lean. the timing on the end of that song was so crisp. This is a professional <laughs> production. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 31. Uh, I am... Oh, my God, I forgot to mute the music. It's fine. Uh, I am your host, uh, Blue Squadron, joined, uh, as always, by Jay. Hi, I'm Jay Kuhn, VT, V before the T. I'm working Musa main, and I do a lot of endgame PvE content, such as Olin's The Dungeons, and I'm patiently waiting for Ulakita Part 2 and a tour shoes, and welcome to the Old Moon Podcast, episode 30, Juan. 30, Juan, indeed. All right, and we do not have Tiltus today. Instead, we are joined by our devilish uh, new father over here, uh, Pansy. Oh. <laughs> what's going on everyone pansy here you might have seen a few of my videos on youtube guides and stuff i'm a casual gamer who enjoys video day by day do a little bit of life skilling a little bit of grinding trying to get into pvp but pretty much do whatever i want in the game <laughs> right on yeah so um pansy um you started out on youtube yeah 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 i think i started uh doing youtube content back in 2019 a few videos like three or four videos in arcade and then i switched over to bdo and probably early 2020 january 2020 and just been here since i play the game uh as my main game but i do take breaks in between uh dabble in other mmorpgs but for the most part it's what i always come back to okay right on yeah um and how long okay so you've done youtube for for years now it sounds like but like how long like have you been streaming on twitch did you start right away or did you hmm. yeah i think i started about a few months after i started doing bdo youtube um probably three months in and i used to restream on youtube and twitch at the time so i had a simultaneous audience which was uh pretty nice uh getting different perspectives because i get a bigger i got a wider reach on youtube with uh players from outside of the uh, eu na region so it, it was an interesting experience but yeah i've been uh streaming since 2020 as well okay well what class do you play well okay so what class did you start as and what class are you playing today <laughs> Oh, so I did play the game for a few months back in 2017. Back then, I started as an Awakened Ranger, but I didn't know about the whole Awakened system, so I enjoyed the pre-Awakened gameplay, and suddenly I'm like, wait a minute, this ain't my class. It's making me play a glass cannon melee. But when I started properly in 2020, I was a Mystic, and I stayed Mystic for well over a year at Striker as the uh, second character, but I've played a bunch of other classes i love the tag event if anyone's been in my stream they know i'm a serial tagger and i've tried pretty much all the classes now and i settled for awakened witch as the main grinder tag to my succession zerker just for an extra bit of flexibility um yeah, yeah right on okay so, dang okay so wait so you said you started as a mystic in 2020 right is that when mystic yes, released I, I i'm forgetting no no she released uh I think it was like 2018 Way before yeah 2018 yeah, awakened yeah that's what but i, I always love the water dragon man the aesthetics of it i love those kind of particle effect particle mm -hmm. effects like the blue the water and ice sort of uh particle effects with like nova and mewa so like those are the kind of classes i always enjoyed but you know i did uh i did expand my interest in terms of play styles and stuff over the years but that's one thing that's great about BDO. It's like the diversity of gameplay from the variety of classes we have. I don't think any other MMORPG gives us as much play, play style diversity as BDO does. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. And did you, okay. And you said you got into PVP recently. And what made you want to get into PVP? Be honest. I mean, listen, I, I always saw Blue Squadron stream and it, they, everyone was thinking of me having fun. <laughs> All right, the PayPal's in your inbox, Bika. <laughs> Thanks. No, but seriously, though, like BDO always felt like, you know, it, it was always this perpetual grind. You're getting better gear, better gear, better gear. But what are you getting the gear for? I always felt that PvP was the pinnacle and the reason of gearing up. Otherwise, it's just for fun, right? I mean... All, all you'll do is grind a little bit faster, make a little bit more money, but what's that money going towards? So I always felt PvP was where I was headed. I was always like, you know, I was behind on gear, but they've done plenty of changes in the, uh, in the recent years, which reduced the barrier of entry for players to get into like Node Wars and Sieges. Like there's capped content for a variety of things. So um, I, I figured, hey, why am I wasting time now? Just get started. We'll figure it out and we'll gear up along the way. Right on. Well, what's okay? What's your gear now? I'm at seven fourteen. Yeah. Okay, I'm still I'm still the second highest on the podcast. We're fine. <laughs> We're good. I'm no, I'm still not the gear. Like, yes. Wait, what are you at, Blue? What are you? I'm seven twenty three or so, and that's because I blew up. Okay, okay. Because I blew up my demo. <laughs> your de oh, yeah. we oh. would be higher, but it's it's duo. <laughs> mm, uh, it's duo. <laughs> if we combine our gear, Blue, we might be able to reach Jay. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, Jay's over here just eking out. He's like, if I get Ron Rose ring, the number will go by two more points. Yeah. Well, when we get a tour shoes, we're going to get, um like, easily six more gear scores. This guy, dude. Um, this guy, right, number up. For yourself, we're, buddy. We're, getting, we're getting pretty close to 800. Like, as someone uh, in my chat calculated uh, yeah. that if you just get all the meme gear score gear you we can get to like 788 or something crazy like that it's it's wow it's, we're almost there yeah in seven it's months when Antor's shoes come it's out you're gonna be able to do that that's seven. right <laughs> all uh, right seven months. Yeah. don't say seven months <laughs> well with this current disaster i can't believe that it's gonna be any sooner um so our first uh, uh topic of the night is the sea cross play disaster um that has yeah. unfolded uh -oh. over the last few days did either of you i got a chance to catch it live so i can talk a lot about it but did you, really? either of you get a chance to catch it live no unfortunately no oh, it was a spectacle mm -hmm. it was can you i i know everything about it but for those who don't who didn't look at yeah, exactly yeah right 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 yeah no. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So can you explain? i actually Thank felt you. i felt so bad for onlave uh and i forget who the the other creator was that was helping him with it they actually were doing a pretty good job and the poor cameraman the whole time was catching strays when there wasn't really much that they could do so um essentially the setup you had is you have you have this crossplay event with SEA, Korea, Japan, and the Taiwanese servers. Okay. Um, so you have four different regions all fighting each other on the same node. Okay. And they have four nodes going on at the same time. So 16 total guilds, one from each region on each node. Does this make sense? Right. Yep. So, um, and so when the gun went off, uh, the idea of was it was supposed to be a free for all. And I just want to point out, that everything went according to plan for the first two seconds. So they had it, they had it under control for the very first two seconds. Um, so Taiwan, uh, I, I suppose, just doesn't understand that you're supposed to start at the fort uh, before Node War actually starts. And especially when you're representing the region, um, 
You know what I mean? You think he would take the Node Wars seriously. No, they took the base teleport in and they spawned in and their fort was already at 15% because <laughs> because another guild had rode in from outside the zone and just turboed their fort right off the rip. And like their, their, oh, their fort no. died instantaneously. But that wasn't even like, you thought that that was funny. We're like, ha ha, okay, they're out in the first 15 seconds, 50 seconds. It's over, right? They were gone in 50 seconds. Mm -hmm. um, the real bug came in when everyone started dying you could only die mm -hmm. one time. If you died a single time and you tried to respawn, it would respawn you with one HP and you would be unable to hit enemies. Across the across the whole so across the whole thing. Yeah, you have one life to make it happen. <laughs> so what we were watching was in the oh. first, I'm not joking, in the first four minutes, we saw like six guilds go down. Just like that. <laughs> they just it was over. It was done. Did they know though? It was, of course, uh, well, no, I, I guarantee you that they knew and they were just like, just make sure you don't die, guys. Just make sure you don't. I'm sure at that moment, that's what I would have been saying. It's like, okay, if we just bulldoze them, it's very important that we engage first and we just bulldoze <laughs> them with 200% and then they can't get back up, right? <laughs> so, and that's exactly Easy. what happened. They would just run through a base. The flame towers can't do anything to stop it. And the base would just die a hundred to zero. We lost like six forts, like I said, in the first four minutes. Um, it was it was insane. <laughs> it was insane, and all the while the chat is screaming esports ready, esports ready, esports ready. <laughs> I felt oh, so no. bad for the poor CMGM team that was just taking all the heat uh, on the backside of that. I was trying to help them out, but like at the end of the day, it was kind of a total disaster. And then the lag was so bad too. I don't know if you guys saw uh, clips of the, the different lag and things. It was basically just a standard NA siege um, <laughs> yeah. in terms of overall lag. That. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not even memeing. Like uh, we're over here first time. First time? Like we, we have the lag tech. See, we know you just super armor and throw damage and then you, you have the kill feed will come through in seven to 10 seconds. You know what I mean? Just iframe, yeah. Right, just iframe it, you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so, um, KR is actually almost unreasonably upset about all of this. Um, I'm curious what your guys' yeah. thoughts are on a cross-play event like this to be a total disaster. And then they, okay, so then they came out with, uh, they, they deleted the VOD, uh, obviously, but like it already happened. It's out there. And then other people <laughs> streamed it, right? It was like, it was a mess. Mm. Um, so people were um, talking all about it. So Jay came out and actually made an immediate apology stream. Like, and, and we do not have a bozo stream very often. That's what I call them. Um, that's just like a Lost Ark situation. But like the oh, Lost no. Ark devs went live, like <laughs> oh, the three bozos, man. and they just like apologized for the game state. And then they messed that up. So they, they, they went alive again. And then they apologized yeah. for the apology for the current, you know, like, and they did this like three or four times. Well, Jay only went live once and apologized for like six different things. And then that went down. And then he said in a separate like a uh, clip that there would be a dev note about it and that they would apologize and they, they would explain that what they were going to work on for the game. But like, I'm curious what your guys thoughts on like a crossplay event kind of crashing and burning like this. Uh, Jay, I'll start with you. Well, 
I we've seen a crossplay event before, right? With EU and Russia. Didn't that go like fairly okay? Until right? no. Russia invaded no. Ukraine. I mean, yeah, it was going well, well dude. Like, well, uh, I'm not, we're not talking about that. <laughs> well, that's what canceled it. I feel like we can never get a crossplay event finished. But, but like speaking towards like you know the stability of the servers, didn't that like wasn't that okay? Um, at least from what I saw, there was nothing too bad from that crossplay event. So I was kind of sort of expecting the sort of the same dealio with uh, I mean, this asian championship I so i'd never at least seen uh, russia and eu have a shared landmass whereas... <laughs> <True>. <laughs> that actually works to their disadvantage in this case um <laughs> yeah <laughs> because uh, putin literally in order to save face actually invaded another country so that he would avoid losing um, and taking that L. Um, Man, no doors like, IRL. Yeah, no, no doors IRL. Oh my god. No. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, anyway. Yeah, but like, in, in terms of like the C situation, I mean, they, they must have a lot more challenges than putting together, you know, EU and Russia versus, you know, all the, all these SEA countries, uh, you know, into one region in terms of stability, player connection. And where did they actually host the server, by the way? I don't was know. It, uh, I think it was Korea? in Taiwan. I'm, Taiwan? I'm, no, I feel I, like it was in, someone said it was Taiwan, no? No, I thought Korea? that it started on EU. Uh, oh, you mean for these? I think for EU yeah, versus... For C, yeah. Well, well, we'll do EU versus Russia. I think that one, like half of the matches were EU and then the other half okay. were in Russia um, to try sure. to make it fair, oh. right? Um, and like, I thought it was actually going pretty well. EU basically won everything. Um, Russia won on a CTG play the in the very first, um, like in the 2v2, uh, guilds mm -hmm. two and three from both regions fought each other. And uh, like Russia literally just double CTG a fort and just pumped it. Um, <laughs> and like, that was the end of that one. But like, that was the only thing that Russia looked like that they were going to win. Uh, the Russian server looked like they were going to win, uh, in that tournament because EU then went on to win the, <clears throat> like the rank one fight and then like they they mm -hmm. won the tournament like there, there was like an aoa um exhibition that they did as well and they won that as well mm -hmm. so uh and that was pretty cool mm -hmm. but like um i i'm not sure what they did for the servers because the, like you said those servers like those are pretty close to one another i wouldn't even expect that to lag very much right, mm -hmm. right? so like the question might here, even be a like, better situation because less guilds playing <laughs> if they have a different server then you know less well, lag in general well, uh, I mean, they did have 16 guilds playing at the same time. No, I mean so, for the Russia and EU. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I mean, for this one, I think it was just poorly executed in that, like, they yeah. could have alleviated a lot of this. I'm not sure who decided, who was sitting behind a desk that actually decided that, like, we can have 16 guilds fight at the same time. It'll be okay, right? These nodes are like Ash Forest. These are all 40, 50-man nodes, right? And if you're doing mm -hmm. the math on that, that's a lot of players. Right, because you yeah. know that these guilds are 100% mm -hmm. gonna cap out. If you have 16 guilds um, capping out at 50 players a piece, that's like 800 players. Yeah. And and that's if it's a 50 man cap. If it's more, it's even more than that, right? So like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like, I'm not really sure what they were thinking as far as like how this would work, because like, if you look at NA, which probably has one of the more active node war uh, in siege scenes, uh, of all the different regions, EU would also have a really active scene. But like we have like the big team fights, right? So like I, I would recommend that they look at our region um, because like we have like the big six v sixes or even the seven v sevens, and that's fourteen guilds with less people, and it's still laggy. So like I'm not really sure what they were thinking on that. Yeah, I mean 
when you have a high profile event like this i think they should have tested it obviously i mean it's easy to say but when you have these people coming in to represent their region and if they said hey the day before everyone log in at this time we're going to do a test i think everyone would at least a large majority of them would log in and yeah. you know they might be able to catch something beforehand and address it i mean those kind of steps really should be taken in a professional format if mm -hmm. it's such a high profile event if it was just something like you know a fun uh casual event i mean sure you can say hey let's just wing it mm -hmm. but this those guilds are were gonna come in blazing like they would want to come in for a good fight and do their best and to be stopped by technical issues and things like that it's just not a good feeling you know what i do when i have internet issues i turn it on and off and maybe that's what they should have tried at this <laughs> the c series they should have turned off the router and turned it back on you know <laughs> oh no jay next time i'm gonna suggest it that might in work. Twitch chat. it might, yeah, <laughs> it absolutely. might work for some it. reason that's how the universe works i don't know why just yeah absolutely I i'm absolutely gonna <laughs> suggest that but i'm also gonna say something in response to pansy um like pansy you mentioned play testing and again i'm just gonna <laughs> I don't, we don't but play i know it's a foreign we topic well it's, it's worth an, it's worth exploring it is a foreign topic but like you're absolutely right they should have like for big cross play events like this you have got to play test to make sure that there isn't some game breaking critical bug that is going to destroy the entire event right like in this case that bug just completely annihilated the entire event and that was the end of it right um so like and I, I think that they're probably going to cancel it. Uh, like, I think that mm. moving forward, like, they, they haven't officially canceled it yet. Uh, as far as mm -hmm. I'm aware, they said that they would wait and have an announcement. But, like, I think they very likely have to cancel it, right? Like, like what, what do you think their options are here? Like, I, like reschedule, Jay? I feel like they might just redo a, a rematch, maybe. Maybe this was the playtest, actually, you know? This was the <laughs> so that they could actually like, host the real gotcha. in the future. <laughs> oh no, they really should uh you know go through with it. I mean, like this is one of those things, if they executed it well, it could have gotten a lot of exposure outside of our own community because it's very seldom any MMORPG tries to bring regions together. Like you'll never see outside of like, you know, BlizzCon, WoW's never gonna try to pull these various regions together to go head to head in like rbgs or anything so uh, i think they're this was a very ambitious thing they tried and you know props to them to actually go for it but they really should do their due diligence in terms of the testing and stuff and they'd be surprised if they put out an open call from the community or at least the people who are participating to come in and try it out and test it off you know before the event i think they'd get a good response I think they really should uh, consider it. I think, honestly, the funniest thing about this whole thing to me as someone that had almost no stake in it, but literally, I stayed up to watch it. I watched the whole thing. Um, but like, oh. as someone that didn't have a stake in it at all, they're all complaining about lag. And the Koreans are like, what is this? This is ridiculous. I was in iframe and I'm just over it. First time? I, I couldn't, I just could not help. I just could not help it, dude. It's just too good. But like, I mean, this is the first time they've really addressed the fact that, okay, yeah, maybe we should probably do something about this. Um, right. And then like, do you mm -hmm. think that Jay responded appropriately? He had an emergency stream. Like apparently in KR, this kind of blew up. This really? this kind of exploded. Yeah, there's like boycotts going on. 
um, oh and stuff about the wow. game and whatnot and like spending pearls and whatnot because apparently they were already upset about the state of Wusa and Megu just being objectively better classes than every other class in the game. And Jay, you would know this is a filthy flavor of the month enjoyer. Huh? Um, I'm, <laughs> Whoa, he's awakened. Come on. I'm, I'm not like the other girls. I'm not like the other girls. I'm not like the other Wusas. <laughs> but like, they were already upset um, about the like the Megu and the Wusa and the PVE balance uh, as it was. And then like, they were already upset about PVP imbalance. And then they went and, and this happened. Um, and so, like, yeah. apparently there's, like, boycotts and stuff going on, which prompted Jay's emergency. Do you think he reacted too quick, or do you think the dev note is definitely the way to go? Do you think they should do, like, an emergency? Oh, we should apologize immediately on this. Um, or do you think they should wait and just do, like, a dev note? Fancy? I think it would have been a much more powerful response if they took a few hours, found out what caused the issue, and said, hey, we discovered the cause of the issue we're taking steps to address it and here here's what you guys can expect we're, we'll keep you updated and potentially reschedule yada yada i think that would have been a better way to go go about it i think they jumped the gun a little bit community is always going to be very angry in the bdo community we're very passionate about the game because unlike other mmorpgs we spend an abnormal amount of time grinding in the ga game like if you look at wow players and see how much playtime they have compared to ours I think we'd have some of them beat. I mean, of course, that is an older game, but you know, the community is going to be passionate regardless. Um, you can't always please everybody, and the negative, you know, um, response is always going to be louder than the positive one. So, I think they should have waited and tried to at least uh, discover the issue and come back with some more concrete next steps. Right, uh, Jay. How do you feel they should have responded on this? this is inevitably going to happen, right? Like, when you're running a gaming company, mm. like, yeah, not everything is always going to go according to plan. You know, they can't get mm. it right every time. Yeah, no, I'm... I mean, I... Apologizing is definitely a good thing. I, I think apologize. I, I mean, it, it would have been worse if they didn't say anything, right? So <laughs> definitely, uh, I agree with Pansy on on all fronts that they should have taken more time to, um, uh, you, you know, analyze this, the situation and explain to players what had happened and then... Um, Hopefully, you know, they'll learn from these mistakes. Maybe this was a wake up call or, you know, so that they can, you Maybe. know, they understand like what their issue is with the game um, and they can make it better for us in the future. So uh, that's what I'm hoping for. That's my optimistic um, opinion. <laughs> Hopefully, I, uh, that's my copium about it, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, I think it actually demonstrates just how much Perlibus cares about what the community thinks about their game. Right. I don't see that Absolutely. in other big gaming companies. Like Blizzard is just like, you know, like there's calendars on Asmund Gold stream in the background. It's like days since last fuck up, you know, and they just reset it every week because like they've, they've done something <laughs> bad this week and they just don't care and they don't really ever address stuff like that unless it's like a really yeah. bad uh, mess up. Uh, in this particular case, like I think that the fact that I, Jay responded that quickly tells me he was watching. Um, as it happened so like like the the board everybody had to have been watching when it happened which is a good thing as a player i look at that i'm like okay yeah. well at least they're watching and making sure that like that it, 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 there's definitely not a disconnect going on there they saw something went wrong there um and it also shows me that they care very deeply about what the community at least the korean community thinks about their game um <laughs> like i i can also see that like some of that uh, bleeds over from na but i guarantee you they got feedback in they get feedback instantly right um, from the Korean right. server, so like that, when they get blowback on something, it comes it comes in hard because community hits them very directly. Um, but like, I think that they did act a little bit too quickly. 
I think that they should have just uh, like, okay, let's just shut this down. We'll cancel it for now. And we'll say that, you know, more details will be released at a later date. Let the dust settle. Um, and then release a dev note about what you're going to do. Right. I think that would have been the proper mm -hmm. response. If you go live in an emergency situation, you end up apologizing for stuff that you don't even, you're just throwing stuff out. And so like, and now I'm going to read off what Jay's official apology stream uh, actually had. So he first, he said, uh, I'm sorry for the uh, Asian node war championship problem. Obviously he apologized uh, for the event basically up front mm -hmm. and said that they're going to do better next time. Uh, then the second thing he said is that they're still discussing about uh the problem but there's a, like and and trying to keep it going but there's a high chance they're going to cancel it um and then they uh said that they're quickly going to work uh they're they're quickly going to try to rework uh compensation and node war benefits for guild members um hmm. like after node wars and i was like dude see now you're going now you're going overboard. Like, I feel like this is, I mean, <laughs> yes, we're going to take that. That's a W, but like, well, okay. All right. Sounds sure. good. <laughs> and then he went into balancing about the game, like C content, not S E A C as in like the ocean, uh, content, mm -hmm. uh, character, like, like class balancing, grind spot balancing, PVP balancing, and how they're going to work on, uh, trying to balance all this. Like now they're all their efforts are going to be focused on this. Uh, and then they said that, uh, character PVE balancing is the top priority now at the company. Uh, and can be affected and something about can be affected in pvp but like pve balance is like the thing that they're most concerned about mm -hmm. uh, at the moment probably because again the uh, the kr outburst was just a little ridiculous um yeah and then it, and then he said there will be commentary video about how they're going to do all of these things uh and they're going to make a way to communicate with us uh, about it uh, via a video so like again i feel like he just they're almost overly about they almost went like overboard like they it, again, it does show me like the overflow. Like, they, they care so much about what public opinion is on their game um, that like they come out and they're just like, okay, we're sorry for literally everything. And we're going to change all this other stuff that isn't even associated with the event right now. Right. <laughs> um, do you guys feel like PVE balance is that bad? Excluding Musa? Uh, uh, no, yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's improved every year, man. It's gotten better and better. I mean, there are some outliers, you know, in the upper uh, limits as well as the lower, but for the most part, majority of the classes are pretty close to each other and it changes depending on the spot some classes are more optimized for certain spots mm -hmm. certain grind spots but for the most part i felt it wasn't too far off not like to the point where you need to uh, have that much of a backlash sure megu wusa they came in a bit too hot in terms of performance but everything else seemed like you know pretty pretty decent state yeah um, Jay, how do you feel? You're the PVE lord, and you play <laughs> Yes, sir. I, You're one of the I abusers. Mean, I, I've been from the low end to the high end when it came to grinding in in my like my playtime of five years, right? I, I played an Awakening Witch mainly for from 2018 to 2022, and again, like most people can agree, Awakening Witch was not a very you know strong mm -hmm. grinder back then, but I, I stuck with it because I just really enjoyed the playstyle, and I think a lot of people have these. Um, uh what's the, that mentality of like if you're not first you're last kind of mm. mentality and when it came to like these um classes where they're just you know they're they're pull, they're not pulling like top end but they're just you know they're pulling like 10 percent less and they that's immediately bad that's trash them i i, I kind of like dislike that opinion to be honest i feel like if you're pulling 10 percent less trash then you're you're still okay i for me i think that maybe for like the the you know the min maxers that's not okay for them they want to be the best of the best and i think we can all agree um 
we can all relate to wanting the class we play to to be the best it can be right um but for me i i've been i've been satisfied i've been enjoying the game i've just been chilling to be honest i think more people should be more focused on the the things they can do with their class rather than they can't do with their class i feel like more people would be happy with the game happier with themselves if they focus on those things focus on the important things focus on the the aspects of their class that they really love rather than focusing on the aspects that they can't do with their class so yeah so jay desperately trying to not let Lusa get nerfed um, <laughs> <laughs> um pan, yeah so like yeah pansy you said you feel like pve balance is in a decent spot yeah i mean it's gotten better there was a time when you know there were outliers like for how how many years did succession striker dominate and other classes weren't doing well they eventually brought everyone up to that level and mm -hmm. now there's a new benchmark they're aiming for that succession wusa so you know i'm sure they will get that those buffs coming through pretty soon we see them in global labs and mm -hmm. uh, i never felt that it was to a point where i had to play wusa i mean sure you can make more money but if you're not having fun playing you know the class you enjoy then what's the point of bdo it's uh it just turns into a chore and a hamster wheel where you're just spinning making silver making silver making silver but you have to enjoy the road along the way but in terms of PvE, I think they were in a decent state. I mean, there were some classes which definitely need help, but it wasn't to a point where half the classes were unbalanced or something. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I don't know. I, okay, this is going to be an unpopular opinion, and I say this frequently. <laughs> I want to see him just shake up the snow globe, if I'm being honest. We have Wusa that's yes, too strong. Nerf the Wusa down if you have to, sure. But, like, just get, give every class, I don't know, something. Either give us a rework, a new spec, um, like really put like add, add a add a skill on every class, right? Shake it up and make it interesting, right? Like I think it's I think it's a hot take to be like, oh, we're gonna buff twenty two classes. No, 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 just change <laughs> um, all twenty six of the classes, like so abruptly yeah. that everything seems OP or underbalanced at any given time, and then just let the dust settle. And then as the dust settles, you just nerf stuff down. Right, so do a big change and then just start nerfing mm -hmm. stuff. Boom, 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 boom. Until everything seems nerfing. to be in line. For some right. reason, they hate nerfing. They, they want to always buff everything else. But because I buffs, feel like that's... Buffs are positive yeah. PR pansy. This goes exactly. back to my earlier point. <laughs> exactly. no, but like, <laughs> this goes back to my earlier point about like they care so, so much about what the public and like what um their community thinks about their game that they don't even want the <laughs> negative pressure that like nerfs on the class will bring right because if you if you say the word nerf any class there is immediately going to be backlash from the community but if you say buffs <laughs> uh, nobody really that's a cares. good word nobody yeah that's nobody nobody word. cares it doesn't even matter like <laughs> I, like they buffed zerker and all the the only blowback they got were like were, were from na going lol you know what I mean? Like, like this is a joke. You know, like, <laughs> like well, one thing I, is, like, sorry to interrupt, but no, ahead, whenever they buff, they're just doing straight number buffs for the most part. They never change mm -hmm. the mechanical play of the class, like, mm -hmm. except during the reworks. Ever since the reworks are done and they're just doing buffs, they're not changing anything mechanically to address the underlying issue of certain classes. It's not just doing more damage in PVE, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. Uh, like, again, I like, I don't know. I don't, like their solution to everything is always just buff because again, that's positive PR. And then like their game scales, mm. like super, like the silver inflation <laughs> kind of gets, uh, I don't know that they, they, I feel like they make more problems for themselves uh, because they care almost too much 
about what people think. I didn't even really think, if I'm being honest, I didn't really think that the crossplay event was all that big of a disaster, but I'm not in that region, to be fair. Um, if it was like <laughs> NA versus EU and this happened, let's be honest, there would be riots in the street. Um, it would yep. be pitchforks at the ready. People would be upset. People are just flinking monkey poop at each other from both sides. It would be actually just obnoxious, right? It would be obnoxious. So like, I get it why they're upset, but like the fact that they're talking about the game as a whole, I actually think the game state as a whole is in a decent spot. We're just, mm -hmm. we're waiting. Yes, this was a disaster, but we're, what we're all waiting for is the Calfion ball. And if the Calfion mm -hmm. ball goes, goes well, I think we'll be okay. And I think what Jay is trying to do, he's trying to do that classic meme where like just a bunch of water coming out of the tank and he just slaps the band-aid fix on there until he gets, um, until we can get to the Calfion ball. Uh, and then mm. the player base is again, big happy again, cause he's just gonna mm. hand away Jay's hammer. And that's yeah, all yeah, if, they can, if they can do what they did in Heidel Ball and do it even better on the Calfion Ball, I think it might, you know, that's, that's, I think that's the direction they should go. Now, just do better this, than like, the last one. That's a good, just just good than last one, yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's take a look at their perspective, and I might not have all the answer or all the details for this, but you know, in the summer they had a really big event where you know they released a new expansion, a lot of new players came in, and they gave out free dream horses, and they were on a high. They their player numbers were through the roof, and over time, over the next few months, they started tapering down, and all of a sudden they did some controversial changes that a lot of players didn't like and negative opinions are mounting so on top of all of that then this goes wrong i think there's a lot of pressure behind the scene and they started panicking i mean we okay. don't know to what extent that's gonna affect them or what their perspective is but you know do you think uh that had a big effect in their response right there i think it absolutely did um like i i think that i think the bigger okay so all right, well, last question before we move on to our next topic here. The next question is, well, one, I don't want to give them too hard of a time about this because then they might not do crossplay yeah. anymore. <laughs> That's what I'm biggest scared of. They're just going to take away the toy. Um, like, and I've been waiting for that toy to come to North America so that I can make content off of it for the last, like, three years. <laughs> Any sort of crossplay mm -hmm. involving North America would be juice um and i would love it um so like i hope that they continue to do this stuff in the future my question to you guys is seeing how much of a disaster both of the past two cross plays have been <laughs> um now are you versus e you could argue okay that's nothing on perlibus's shoulders and that's true but like as much of a disaster as this one has been do you think they should do another cross play event in the next six months uh jay i'll start with you yes i think um I think Pirlobus is brave for trying out these new things, um, right? And obviously, like, not everything is going to go perfect. Um, no no company is perfect, but uh, I, I I like that their courage to try something new, try something that no other, like, M like I don't think there's any other MMOs that really do crossplay like this mm -hmm. before. Um, maybe this is the, like, one of the like first big ones out there trying this out um and it you know it didn't go so well but hey you know that's how you that's how what's what's that saying like you can't learn to walk if you never like sorry you can't learn how to get up if you never fall down right it's kind of, i feel like this is kind of like that situation where they're trying these out and then the next time they'll learn from their mistakes and then hopefully the the vision that they're trying to do comes to us players you know so yeah um absolutely yeah, okay and pansy yeah, they should definitely try it again, but scale it. I mean, start out small. 
just do a few 1v1s, you know, maybe a few 3v3s, small tournaments, and then scale the infrastructure. I'm not sure what the issue was that caused a lot of the uh, problems in this last event, but, you know, I come from a software and technical background. Test, test, test. Find it before it goes to production, you know, so you got to try it out in a smaller scale and then ramp it up slowly. I think uh, they probably thought, hey, we've done this before. We know what we're doing. But of course, uh, it didn't go as according to plan. But I definitely like them to see, uh, keep doing these things because it's something for the community to look forward to and enjoy. And, you know, if it's executed right, if it's ex executed properly, I think uh, it could be a regular and entertaining event for the community. But for the most part, it's, it's all in the execution, man. Like, it, the negative press is always going to be a lot louder than the positive, but... You know, I think if they can get it right, it would be worth it. Yeah, uh, I, I completely agree. Uh, okay, so uh, we do want to touch on uh, something that Jay brought up, which I thought was really interesting because it has certain implications. Um, and I know mm -hmm. the community is probably a little excited to talk about it too. Uh, and this is the idea of having effects coming from your cosmetic items that you might buy from like the Pearl Shop. So from skins <clears> and stuff like this, or even um, skin, um, I call them skins, but outfits that you might even get in game, mm -hmm. like the Orzeka set, right? Uh, we've only really ever seen one outfit, I, maybe two. There might be a Winterland outfit that gives your some sort of snow effect. Um, but like, um, I think there's only one outfit in the game that currently gives your ultimate effect, like mm -hmm. bat animations, right? Isn't that like the ram horn outfit gives your, so, uh, um, there one in particular that really comes to mind in, in the shy community is the twinkle star outfit for shy. It, it literally changes the entire color palette of all of your abilities from this like green and blue windy foresty, you know, nature aesthetic to mm -hmm. this like gold and pink cherry blossom kind of aesthetic uh, with her abilities and i feel like you know if i had something like that for my class i feel like there would be a lot of people on board now recently um one of my viewers showed me something really cool it, the bloody outfit um for um I, I, I believe it was the bloody outfit it was one of the halloween outfits but they showed mm -hmm. me a clip that the wusa and megu awakening 100 had like these bad effects so like they're very capable of implementing additional and alternative effects for mm -hmm classes and i honestly feel like you know the devs are sleeping on a gold mine here dude, like, to be honest. like whenever actual piles of money i'm yeah, like I'm actually like, sleeping <laughs> on piles of money yeah the, uh, <laughs> whenever i bring up the topic of cosmetic effects to chat they always say like they would love something like this for their class like if i could make like if i could make my witch's lightning effects like a golden color or something you know i yeah. would be swiping so fast for that and i feel like a lot of people would be as well like even super color swaps would maybe a thing so there's this one little game uh, I don't know if you played it. Um, it's from this small indie company. It's something about the Legends of the, Legends of the League or something like that. Oh, but God. they have these like so ultimate stupid. skins and like legendary I knew skins. He was and, say that. <laughs> I feel like they could do something similar where we we have these more like you know really interesting skins that would change your skill effects or be more dynamic, like they would evolve or something like that. I don't know. Um, uh, same thing with, uh, there's another game called Path of Exile that does this really well. They completely change the abilities. Now imagine, let's say um, my, you know how like Witch and Wizard Awakening, Wizard is fire and ice and Witch is earth and lightning. What if they had mm -hmm. their own sort of costumes or effects that they could swap it so my Witch would have fire and ice effects for her abilities and my the Wizard would have, you know, earth and lightning effects. I feel like those would be really cool ideas as well, um, uh, you know, inspired from Path of Exile with their sort of skill skin effects you know 
Oh, you know how they would go about yeah. implementing this. I don't. You know, had a couple of ideas. You know, again, they. they you remember, they had. Um, I think in the Heidel Ball, didn't they have like the, the life skill equipment window? I don't think we got that yet, but maybe they could have something similar as like a cosmetic, um, equipment window, mm. and then all your costumes and all your skill effect things that you want to add would be going into that UI. So, um, yeah, I, I think it would be a really cool thing, and if they were going to monetize the game, um, this. I think this would be the correct and right direction and cool direction to take it. So, yeah, I think that like, I, I okay, so maybe not like getting witch fire and uh, water. <laughs> That's effects. just an example. This is uh, just, yeah, but addition. like, but like you give you give wit if you gave witch, I don't know, like star effects. You know what I mean? Or just mm, yeah. change the like color effects. Mm -hmm. Change the color of the fire that wizard has. Make it a blue fire, right? Mm -hmm. Or make it like mm -hmm. orange fire or whatever. You know what I mean? Like um, that again, this is just a gold mine. Now they'd have to do this carefully. They'd have to do like one skin per class, but be careful what you wish for. Cause we've all gotten close to, okay. When I started BDO, I was like $30 for an outfit. You're crazy, <laughs> right? You're crazy. But over time you get used to it because they shove it down your throat. Um, so like yep. you need to understand that in, in league, they did the same thing. Cause I remember when the very first ultimate skins were released, um, for league. So like originally skins were only like, I don't know, 10 or 15 bucks. And then the first ultimate skin was like 30 or 40 bucks. So you're talking about a little over two times as much money. And for the effort that they're going to put in, I mean, look at the Carrick, right? The Carrick skins have custom effects for a thing and you can't even dye them. You can't even dye yeah. them, but they have custom effects, right? 60 five dollars per skin right 65 dollars are you guys prepared to spend 70 dollars an outfit because that's probably what it's going to be for these ultimate skins and they're probably only going to come out with one every for every class or like honestly what they're probably going to do let's be realistic they're going to come out with for the most popular classes they're going to come out with one then they're going to start to trickle release the the shittier classes right and then they're going <laughs> to skip tamer and may maywa all together and then they're going to no. give woosa another skin again right and they're just going to give dark knight another skin again so like i i i ah man i i think it would be amazing i think jay's right i think he, they're sleeping on a gold mine um some people would say that it would increase lag in pvp i actually don't think the lag would be that big of a deal most people have other people's effect off in large scale I, PvP. Yeah, they, have, like, they just had to turn cares. it off in the first place so. yeah exactly <laughs> potato mode yeah nobody's gonna care in large scale um but in in like small scale and 1v1s again I, I there might be like some things like oh they got to widen that animation or they got to make that more obvious mm -hmm. but like i'm willing to work i'm we will take that bullet you know what I mean? We'll take that hit. Like, I would love that. I would throw money at the screen. Uh, honestly, if Jay, if if I may, if Jay just gave me a free one so that I could show everyone else how cool the skin was, I Jay, I, I, Jay Kuhn would also be okay with giving the partners all a free skin. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, uh, Pansy, how do you feel? Pansy, how do you feel about these potential skins? I mean, I would love those kind of things, but you, they could start it off simple. They don't have to go all in and make new mm -hmm. class animations. They can start off with just like a weapon series. They've never done that. They've done costume series, but never just the weapons. And if they came out with the weapons, you know, a theme, let's say it's Halloween, mm -hmm. Halloween weapons, where everyone has some, you know, pumpkin, you know, bats and vampiric uh, looking weapons and have a mm -hmm. custom glow effect on it, which we can all obviously turn off 
we turn off the particle effects all the time. We have Godride and Blackstar with their own custom par particle effects at Pen, which look really cool. I think they can do something like that with weapons and release a series, you know? Every time there's a big event coming up, mm -hmm. um, Halloween or you know Christmas or some, summer's coming, it would be they can so come out free. with a series. Yeah, it would be so free. Oh, okay, here's a question. So obviously we're all on board with that idea. Would you rather, if they come out at the Calfeon Ball and they're like, okay, mm -hmm. would you rather them say, okay, we're coming out with this new line of skins, they're ultimate skins, they're $70 a piece, but mm -hmm. all of your effects are changed and like this is what they look like. Or would you rather have emotes and sprays? Like little emotes that come up at it, like in character Ooh. actions, right? Because emotes, sprays, character actions, and dancing would all come out together, I, I feel like. So which one would you rather have? Because you don't get both. You don't get Jay. Which one would Why you rather have? Both? <laughs> Shut up, Jay. As a man of culture, <laughs> as a man of culture, I'd lean towards the dances. Thanks. The dance. uh, he wants to watch his Mystic pole dance like no one else has watched the pole. Hey, dance she's classy, all right. She'd be doing the salsa. She's the salsa. Oh God, dude, I would pay good money for that. I'm not gonna lie. Um. So, Jay, do you think skins, emotes, or dance? Uh, like... Um, skins. <laughs> really? More, more so on, on skins. Yeah, I mean, if they, you know what they could do? They could make some of the classes, they could put them all in like a K-pop band and then they could promote it through like a music video or something. <laughs> yeah. oh, I think someone, and they could, I've you know, they, they've heard of that Really? What? Oh, That's my... <laughs> God, dude, I need an adult, man. Although I would, again, I would watch the shit out of that. I would watch it so I don't even care what characters it is, dude. Shameless. Shameless. Um Okay, so like so Jay, you think skins. Pansy, you'd rather have emotes with the dances and stuff. I would rather have emotes yeah. and dances as well, mainly because one, like Pansy said, I'm a man of culture. Uh and two Amen. Um two I feel like the skins would just be trickle released so badly that like we would get to the end of the next year and the witch would still not have her skin. Um like, I think that, like, I, I think that those probably take a really long time to develop just because the animations mm -hmm. um, would be difficult, right? You'd have to do Succession and Awakening um, and make, like, the animations really cool for both. Or maybe you'd have to have a skin for Succession and a skin for Awa that changes the Awakening effects, mm -hmm. right? And then what aspect of the outfit changes the effect? Is it the... Because, like... Could be the weapon. They can make the weapon the the thing that triggers the okay and then that plays change. into uh, yeah well then everybody is only gonna buy the weapon then don't let them <laughs> okay no i've got it i've got it 70 dollar weapons not even outfits just 70 dollar weapons they change your, i'm put me on the development does it glow? team i will make them so much money does i will make glow? them so much money I, like $70 weapons, we would buy it. I'm not joking. People would buy it. $70 weapons that change to your, if, if witches lightning changed to like green or something, right? And then I got like special effects mm -hmm. and stuff, we would still buy it. 100%. So, um, when, when I was talking about the, like the cosmetic window, that's, that's what I was thinking as well. They could, we could buy some sort of like equ equipping, like, I don't know, some sort of like, I don't know, item, like an essence or something. When you equip it, it would change that skill. So it would be just tied to like a separate uh, equipment slot or whatever in the cosmetic thing. Cause that's, that's how like Path of Exile, does. I don't know if you've ever played Path of Exile. No, 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 explain um, it to me. 
but um so they they would basically equip it on the skill does that make sense like you're equipping something on the skill to change the the skin of the skill or like the effect of the skill okay is yeah. that still confusing <laughs> no i mean that kind of makes sense it kind of makes sense um would it only change like one skill though because i'm not paying 70 dollars to change one skill <laughs> well um it could be a group of skills or again they could make it you know cheap and individual so you don't have you can like customize the effect you can have oh like my voltaic has these galaxy galaxy effects oh but my my thunderstorm has these gold lightning effects you know you could mm -hmm. make it even more um variation yeah. in that way for the player if they could if they just made it like individual and, and cheaper in that way instead of like a whole set you know Jay, are you telling me they could have made more money without messing with Cronstones? <laughs> Get out. Yes. Yeah. They, like, the, no. best, the best part about this whole thing is you know they release something like this, and for the first like eight months, uh, it's going to be not sellable on the central marketplace. <laughs> so like they the can only make it way like to a, get it. a grindable thing like what if there was like a quest line like a unique quest line for each class and you know they would go through that quest line it doesn't have to be a quest line i'm just going to give an example maybe they grind it out like a treasure i don't know and then that would change their effects yeah, that'd be kind of cool you know? yeah realistic yeah, i was thinking yeah. okay go on. if He's they cooking. had like a weapon series right mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. they could add some growth to it like you buy it it's at stage one you kill ten thousand monsters it's at stage two hundred thousand stage three and you have to do that every month for the glow effect to be more prominent or something or different more impressive like they you could add crazy. content to it you know you <laughs> are crazy content you are player kills. <laughs> no under player kills <laughs> and have to do it every month you're nuts <laughs> you're actually nuts there is no way i am doing that i'm still gonna pay the money and pretend to but i mean <laughs> it's like an hour a day <laughs> no pansy i said okay, no okay, okay, okay. okay i'm okay. not doing an hour a day oh. i spent 70 dollars all right blue you don't have to grind money you don't have to grind of imaginary money on this in our made-up world i have spent 70 dollars on this just give me the effects this is kind of like when they have events and they make you actually go do stuff in order to get the really good reward. And it's like really frustrating. When like, I like the events where I just hit Y and I just hit the collect button. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, what classes do you think they should come out with? Because this is inevitable, right? This is definitely going to happen eventually. We've already seen it with um, some of the other outfits and people saying the Gloomy Fox and then the Ramhorn Witch outfits, etc. have like um, bats coming out of their skills. But honestly, that's kind of underwhelming. I'd like to see the skill effect itself, like change, right? Like uh, for which, for example, you could have when they fisher waves. You know how the boulders all come out of the ground. It could be yeah. like zombies reaching up from the grave, <laughs> and then like well, exploding. Cool. Wouldn't that be sick? Yeah, yeah. mushroom cloud for meteor. <laughs> right? It would be super Makes sick, sense. and I would buy the crud out of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but what classes do you think they should come out with first for something like this? Personally, uh, shy. Like <laughs> Put they the already down. got one. Jay, if Shy gets anything first, I'm gonna ride in the street. Do you understand? They, they got dancing. Music. They get all. They can play the music. They can do all the cool stuff that all the rest of us don't get to do. They ride a skateboard. They ride yeah, a skateboard they can ride an alpaca. That guy's up to no good. A flying donkey once in a while. <laughs> oh man, I would like to see it for like melee classes and like just in general like weapon effects but additional glow and stuff like imagine like a striker or mystic with lightning coming out of their gauntlets 
or mm -hmm. you know a glowing sword like or an awakening warrior because it's such a prominent weapon and it's so visible like i think it'd look really cool so those okay. would be my picks okay jay well, I mean, the classes that I play, you know, I I, <laughs> I think most people will say that they want the they want it for the class they play, and I play Witch and Wusa and and Shy, so those three classes. <laughs> I don't think that Wusa is getting shit. If they do this, <laughs> so the problem here is that if they give, it's a, it's a sibling problem. You can't just buy one mm -hmm. sibling, um, uh, an iPod Touch. And then get the other mm -hmm. sibling socks for Christmas. Only my parents did that, <laughs> right? Uh, like, you, you have to get them both something. So, like, if you give Wusa something, they have to also give it to Megu. That is how it works. Okay, right? That is how it works. And so, like, I don't think because they have to do twice as much work, I don't think that they're gonna do Wusa Megu up front unless it's just Wusa Megu, which will honestly have people so upset. Um, if they only gave it to Wusa Megu and then there was like three months. Or we didn't get anything else for any other... Oh my <laughs> gosh, dude. KR would actually just quit. There's just no way. You know what I mean? They'd go back to Lost Ark. No, no. they won't. It's dead. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think, um, realistically, they'd probably give it to Dark Knight first. Dark Knight's always been the golden child, man. Um, yep. Who was the, the very first class of BDO? Like, who were the first classes of BDO, actually? There were like six or eight, right? Um, Witch, know. Wizard, Warrior... Mm -hmm. Tamer, yep. yep. Sork, Ranger. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they could start Berserker? with those. Berserker. Yeah. I am okay with it if they start with us. I am okay with those decisions. Mainly <laughs> just the witch one. I'm okay with that one. Um, <laughs> I don't think that. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna do it for the classes that are newer, just because it's easier. I think because of the the way their development team has kind of like so when it started. There are more skills on like Warrior Valkyrie have like more skills, more technical stuff, mm -hmm. just little nuances on everything, right? Instead of messing with something like that, you mess with Megu, who like, you know, the Megu average Megu player is like drooling out of their mouth while they're and they've only got like six fingers <laughs> on the keyboard, they don't care, right? So like it's and at least for succession Megu. So like it's easier to code those skills, it's easier to do those because like they're cleaner. So it'd be easier mm -hmm. to change those. So it's probably more likely that they do something like Draconia. If I had to guess, Draconi is one of their most popular classes, and they have to know that. Like, really? Uh -uh. Because the thema thematically, they nailed it with Draconia, right? They nailed it with Draconia more than they've nailed it with probably any other class. Um, even Woos and Megu were great theming and everything, but people people care less about um, the that Eastern culture than they do about dragons in a fantasy game. Okay, <laughs> it's just it's just that simple. Like there are mo way more people that like dragons, and like mm -hmm. Draconia is the dragon thema uh, thematic. Like that's and they re they they killed it, bro. Like you yeah. really feel like you can fly, you know? Like the you capture like in succession, you capture like the the strength and like durability of the dragon, and then in awakening, you get like the fire breathing uh, and the flight. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So like I think they really nailed that, and I think that's why people actually look. Draconia is one of their biggest sellers now, um, in terms of like people looking at the game, like oh that looks really cool. Because right, that's what nets people mm -hmm. in originally. So I think Draconia would probably yeah, the be a first the fantasy one. aesthetics. Right, um, right. Yeah, so I, think, I, I think Dark Knight was also one of their really, really, really popular classes, if I'm not mistaken. 
Dark Knight so has always Dark been their, their queen. <laughs> and they I... made a statue. They had, they had, didn't uh, Alec You're was showing right off his statue did. the other time, remember? <laughs> You're goddamn right they did. Um, or she gets a statue. <laughs> dude, where are the rest of the statues? Where is our merch? <laughs> we want to spend money on the game that isn't just mindless outfits. <laughs> Let me was, buy was... some thick respectful of course um which mouse pad okay like <laughs> let me get let me get some like let me Where's get like a body poster pillow. yeah let me get like a poster you know what i mean where's the body pillow of the lawn that i just started playing you know can i get my character in print on the pillow is that possible you know? <laughs> i think i think whoever came up with that statue was a dk main and they were like got what i wanted i'm out <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. they really haven't come out with like almost any merch at all. They could really make so much more money, man. They could make a tremendous amount of money. It took Riot, though. It took Riot years to try yeah. to monetize their game, and they still don't do a super great job of monetizing their game outside of, you know, what's going on inside or in the game. Like, they've gotten a lot better uh, in recent past, um, and I think they realized, man, this is a crazy untapped market. You know what I mean? Because people <laughs> get really attached to these champions, but like, People get really attached to their champion in League, and there's hundreds of League champions. Look at BDO. You spend thousands of hours playing your class. Mm -hmm. We are very attached yeah. to our classes. We feel very mm -hmm. entitled. Honestly, when you're watching a tournament, what keeps you watching the tournament? Like, most of the time, you don't know the players involved in, like, the best in guild tournament, right? And you maybe not, yeah. not, not know the guilds involved either, but they're playing Mystic. But they're playing, <laughs> but they're, but they're playing, you know, like, but you see a Musa. Mm -hmm. Right, and you're like, oh, let's go. We're rooting for the Musa. Right, yep. like yep. there's that like sense of like class. Um, I don't know what's the what's the word I'm looking for here. Um, camaraderie, loyalty, yeah. loyalty, <laughs> probably yeah. that that class loyalty that I think a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I would buy like a witch headset, or I would, but maybe not because it's probably garbage. Most of the time, like <laughs> I bought I bought a StarCraft two keyboard back then. It was the Marauder keyboard. It was like the StarCraft two worst keyboard I ever owned. <laughs> it probably it probably didn't help that I slammed it against the desk about thirty five times in a row. I like I actually Maybe. picked it up, I turned it sideways like this, and then I slammed it against the desk like eighty five times in a row. <laughs> it, it was broken, but what it wasn't working well before that, so it's not my fault. It broke of its own accord, and then I made sure it was broken. <laughs> but like I like yeah, there's there's like a major untapped market for both market in the game and out of the game. And I think that their 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 sales team has done a terrible job. Um the mm. last two or three years. It's just like, oh, here's a new outfit. Okay, yeah. here's a, here's another skin, and that's it. There's no variation. There's no hey, here this here's this new way to interact with the world around you. Uh, but you have to and, and honestly, all of this could be Pearl monetized and no one would give a shit. If yeah. you gave us emotes mm. and stuff that were only monetized in game, right? That you could only get through spending money, no one would care. Cosmetics, man. They're yeah, and out. we would spend the money. And we would spend the money. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, uh, we should probably go with closing thoughts um, at this time here. Uh, Jay, I'm going to let you go first. Do you, I assume you want to talk about your cosmetic idea um, here. <laughs> uh, closing thoughts? Um uh, if you could have one thing, first? if you could have one thing if for I the coffee on ball that was going to be monetized pearl shop item, one thing. Monetized pearl shop items, uh, definitely skill skill changing effects, hundred percent. On uh, which class? It can only be one. On, it can only be. One. It can only be one. <laughs> well, well, you know, um, 
it's gonna be my witch. Like I, I've been so I've been super super attached to my witch. So I'm I, on board like, with if that they too. Really, I I'm gonna if they do that, I, I might actually roll back to witch. Like I I feel like when new right, costumes come out and new skill <laughs> effects come out or whatever, right? For like in, in league too, right? I, I think when a, a, a an awesome skin for a league champion comes out, you want to play that class. And same thing for me. Like if there's something really cool came out for a class that I really adored for a long time that I rolled off of, I'm rolling back. So. Right but on. Yeah, hello, hi. I'm JQ and VT V14. <laughs> Are we doing outros right now? Yeah, I do yeah, a lot yeah, of MVP yeah, 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 yeah. I've been playing the game for about five years. I'm happy to welcome new players and answer questions about the game. And you can find me over at Jake Twitch.tv slash Jake VTV before the T. Um, all right. Yeah, no, I and I completely agree with that sentiment. It should be the witch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um Pansy, you want to give us a, an outro? Give yourself a shout out. Um tell people what your content's sure. about and what's coming up in the future here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I've had it was it was great talking to you guys. This was super fun, and I think I think PA needs to be taking notes here. We came up with <laughs> gold mines for them. Okay, we're doing their job. Literally, but, though. Hey, <laughs> I wonder what Koreans are saying. The KR community. I wonder what kind of ideas they're coming out with. The same hey, stuff. Off. Wait, he's not. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, hey guys, I'm Pansy. You can find me at YouTube uh, at I'm Pansy or. Uh, over here on Twitch at twitch.tv slash I'm Pansy. I am a bit irregular right now. Um, had a nice event IRL, so I haven't been streaming much uh, this past week, but we'll get back to a regular schedule soon and hopefully have more content coming for you guys. Right on. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Awesome. Uh, and I am Blue Squadron. There is always stuff happening uh, on my channel. There's two new YouTube typically uh, videos typically every single day. There's usually at least one BDO video uh, and then one other video. Today, you know, we had the Elden Ring uh, highlight video uh, drop for the first time. And then we've got more highlight videos uh, as like in my whole Elden Ring playthrough is going to get posted as well. We also just po- uh, dropped our Awakening Witch Guide. Uh, so we just dropped that right over the top of Jay's Awakening Witch Guide. This is like the updated 2.0 <laughs> version. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay. Uh, but yeah, so we just dropped our Awakening Witch Guide there. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, make sure you guys check out the Discord. It is uh, a lovely community uh, where I am typically I hang out in voice uh, every day. Uh, so if you guys want to hang out and voice with me, it's a good time. Uh, there's also Twitter and Instagram, which I'm always updating uh, with reels and shorts and TikToks and all kinds of stuff. So uh, make sure you guys check me out. From all of us here at the Old Moon Podcast, you guys have a great rest of your week. <laughs>